0: Welcome to the energy edit with Tara McBride also known as the wellness warrior as a fellow sensitive and empath I help you take a practical approach to honoring your energy optimizing health and well-being breaking free from physical emotional and energetic burnout and learning how to embrace your beautiful gift as a sensitive and empath here on this earth from personal and client stories to incredible guests that grace this show, I can't wait to teach and empower you to get into healthy alignment, live a life that you and your highest self are wildly proud of, and truly thrive. If you love my show, please be sure to subscribe, like, and share with anyone who would benefit. Now let's get started. Welcome to the third episode of the Energy Edit. My name is Tara McBride and I will be your host today on this solo cast. Um, Today's going to be a really fun episode and it's one that's near and dear to my heart and kind of why I started this whole podcast and what's really kind of been a focus in my own life over the last um, several years and my coaching practice more recently. And it's all about that concept of what it means to be an empath what are our gifts and what tips can we harness in practice every single day that can help us thrive in life so let's get started Um, Empath. We hear that word a lot, especially in the spiritual community. Um, And another word that is a little bit different um, or term, I would say, um, but is similar is a highly sensitive person. And I am both. And I don't know about you or if you've researched a ton about um, empaths and sensitives um, or HSPs, but we are a special breed absolutely and these are not disorders it is a trait that someone has and um can either be born with or perhaps this trait is um fostered throughout our lives especially starting in childhood when you know for example maybe your home Um, wasn't as loving or attentive and sometimes as empaths we take that on and want to just please everybody and be everything to anyone and um, you know have that that need for love and attention and sometimes that's how it forms in our lives lives as well and we grew up to be empaths and sensitives and it requires us to learn a lot about ourselves and to learn to accept ourselves. Um, I myself again I'm an empath, total empath, I'm in an HSP or highly sensitive person and I think I I thought that I was damaged for a long time or there was something wrong with me um I always took on things a lot more than others and I always got more overwhelmed than others um was always called you know sensitive or being teased about it and you know some of my past relationships they thought it was a very negative thing um and it led to a lot of other, you know, self-destructing beliefs that I adopted. So um, I have been working on this part of myself and have really grown to see it as a gift. And so I hope after this episode, you do see your sensitivity as a gift as well and have some tangible tips that you can totally implement in your life today, right now. Just a side note, my amazing husband is playing uh, video games in the background and my French bulldog is sleeping right here. I don't have a podcast studio yet, I am recording this um, in a very... uh, interesting fashions. So if you hear outside noise, I apologize. I promise I will level up, but um, let's be real. We're not trying to be perfect here. So if you hear snorting or anything, um, that is what's going on. So let's talk about what is an empath. Um, Empaths can generally feel, sense, and tend to pick up other people's energy, especially when they walk in the room or meet someone. So for example, if you're at a party and you immediately have kind of this, this sense about someone like, ooh, they're bad vibes or ooh, like this party is, is going off the roof or these people are awesome um, or you feel really good, that is a good indication that you're picking up on energy. Um, same as if you walk into a room and someone's been fighting and the energy Energy is the air is very heavy, and you can kind of feel the tension. Um, That's another example. Another trait or um, aspect of being an empath is someone who's tend uh, more prone to be absorbing energy and can take on that energy, um, take on energy that is not ours. So for example, um, you know, you're with someone who's super sad or depressed and you go home and you realize you're really sad and depressed and it's really hard to decipher if you're really feeling that way or maybe you've absorbed someone else's energy. Um it's the same as you know being around someone who's just not super high vibe and you kind of feel like they're a downer it's it's the same concept um empaths tend to be more sensitive and prone to overwhelm which can lead to burnout And I've actually, gosh, this last year has been quite the journey. I know I've spoken about this before about just totally burning out and having to start pretty much at square one again with my business, with my beliefs and just who I want to be in life. And it was a hard thing for me to go through at age 30, 33, I'm almost 34. Um, and it caused a lot of, a lot of issues with my self-confidence and just, um, you know it was really confusing to me like hey why am i feeling this way and i realized i was completely burnt out um i had got married during a pandemic i had started a business and c- completely quit my six figure job um and meanwhile you know things were changing around me i was changing um got off birth control to try to conceive there's just a lot going on and i realized that the year before um, and many years before, I had just been burning the candle at both ends. And so when I did finally take that time for myself, my body just needed to rest versus go, go, go. Um, so more to come on that. But uh, also empaths, you know, uh, people, situation and environments can be extremely draining and overwhelming, um, especially high uh, high intensity environments such as concerts or festivals or um, Vegas popped in my head. So casinos are just uh, a lot of people time or if you talk on the phone all day at your job, sometimes this can be super stimulating and you need more time to recharge. Empaths also experience the world through intuition and are often very in tune with their bodies, emotions, and surroundings. And on the flip side, if you're not feeling like you're super in tune with yourself, um, that is the basis of my work and this podcast and my courses to come um, can definitely teach you how to hone in onto this because it's so important to learn about yourself from a physical standpoint as well as emotional, um, mental And spiritual. So more to come on this, but this is my one of my favorite topics. And a lot of my clients actually have learned more about themselves in my three month, uh, three to six month coaching practice, and they have their entire lives. And I really love that. um, Love that testimonial empaths also may be negatively affected by external events like political uprise or the war um, wars going on natural disaster or anything um, detrimental to our environment so you know for example when this uh, war in Ukraine started I was like I am feeling so awful this week obviously the news really affected me but I had lower energy than than usual and just felt super sad like almost like this grief so if you are also influenced or feel uh, negatively affected by these events, you're not alone. Um, in empaths can also sense change before it happens. And there is also like almost a, a clairvoyant or a clair sense to empaths that they um, can hone in on with practice. So whether that's audience, you know, being able to hear, um, you know, guides or people, uh, people's thoughts or whatever you want to call it, there's, you know, a lot of uh, different clairs, there's four of them. And I'll talk more about that on the podcast. Um, but I clairsentience is definitely something that is um, developed in empaths and that's where you can literally feel if someone um, gets injured you can almost feel that in your own body and that happens to me a lot. Um, Empaths are also very spiritually curious and connected and oftentimes they will try a lot of different things in their life um, related to the spiritual world and realm to kind of see where they fall and what their beliefs are. So um, again, that is a a trait of empaths, but also it can be definitely a gift. Um, And lastly, but definitely not least, the list goes on, but empaths may oftentimes not feel super present um, or focused. They may be more anxious and easily ungrounded, and they could also require a lot more time to recharge versus someone who isn't as sensitive and can kind of bounce back. So again, these are not down falls of being an empath. It's just something I think is really awesome to realize like, hey, there's nothing wrong with me. I'm an empath. I'm sensitive. And, um, you know, this is also something uh, that I can learn more about so I can navigate better. So now on to our gifts as empaths, intuitives, as um, sensitives, women. Um, I think, you know, women tend to be more sensitive or empathic in nature, but definitely men can hold this trait as well. Um, but we do have a lot of gifts. And again, I have spent a lot of time in life thinking something was wrong with me and I was just too sensitive and feeling too much and super invested in things that why was I wasting my time and why couldn't I just care less than others do? And you know, over time, obviously I've really saw this to be a gift. And while others may not always understand us, I feel that we have a have a purpose here on this world and um and during our time here and we can make an immense impact. So on to our gifts. We definitely tend to be nurturers and caretakers, which I think is a beautiful thing. Um, I am also a cancer in the Zodiac world and I love, um, being connected to, um, you know, those around me and really, uh, being that nurturer and home, home, take, uh, what's it call it? Like, a um, a homebody and just really taking care of those I love. I I really love that. But I also feel on the flip side, it's really easy to be taken advantage of, right? So I'll talk about that more and how to navigate that. But um, that is definitely seen as a gift and um, we can easily go on to be healers and teachers, therapists, doctors, intuitives, um, animal uh, activists, and, and all of these beautiful things. We can also really connect easily with people, animals, and the world around us, including nature, and that is a beautiful gift and super restorative as well. Um, But on the flip side, obviously, we can um, give too much and take on too much, so that is just something to keep in mind um empaths can remember experiences down to the very senses and almost transcend back in time and I think this is kind of a cool one um I can literally remember things in my childhood and I can remember the way that my doll smelled and you know the taste of candies I used to eat and just like I can picture a moment in time and know exactly who was there and you know what was going on and um it's kind of a cool cool thing to be able to have such a um more than a photographic memory, but just have a very precise memory um, using our senses. And just a little sneak peek of what's to come down um, on another episode, but our senses and reconnecting to uh, sight, feel, um, feel or touch, smell, taste, things like that. It's very, um, It's a very good tool to manage anxiety and to kind of come back to your body to get grounded. So more to come. Um, people generally love talking to us empaths because we actually listen and we do our best to nurture and, and, and allow that person to feel very heard and felt, um, and, Obviously, because people do love talking to us, they may feel relieved afterwards, right? They may feel like, oh my gosh, Tara just totally solved my issue. I feel so much better, but just know that we may take on that energy and that's why they may feel better is because we took all that on for them. So um, you may need some recharging afterwards and I'll give you some tools as well on uh, on this podcast. Um, With that, you know, one of the ways we can recharge is by by being out in nature, um, taking a bath and and cleansing our energy field, um, you know, smudging ourselves with Palo Santo or sage using crystals. And one of the most uh, honorable ways we can honor our energy is by seeking solitude going within and resting. Um, Some more on these, but these are some ways that um, we can recharge and they are more impactful than other ways that other people might recharge. Another gift that empaths um tend to have and insensitives is that we can be more spiritually connected, so I was talking earlier about that that curiosity piece and like what what is out there and and what do I believe and you know who who am I talking to when I pray or when I ask for guidance um a lot of empaths end up being healers, intuitives, therapists, teachers, doctors, as I mentioned. So, it's really beautiful to see that unfold. And if you strengthen that empathic ability and really hone in on your skills, it can lead to a really fulfilling career or, um, you know, passion. Last but not least. Um, empaths can really develop strong intuition with ourselves and begin to understand not only what our body is asking for, but how to best support it. And that is something that I've learned only, not only in my health journey, but um, watching my clients go through their journey as well. They are able to tune in better of what they're body is really asking for what their soul needs that day and really learning different ways to support themselves and also healing in the process so it's a really beautiful beautiful thing to to unfold um and more to come on this as well I have some courses coming down the line for you as well as some workshops and obviously diving a little bit deeper into my my podcast okay so um would love to just pause you know did any of those um Any of those resonate with you, you know, coming from an empathic perspective, like did you feel, you know, are you, do you have a little bit more of a sense of of what an empathic Uh, person is and and how a sensitive views the world and can you can you witness that as a gift and really dig deep and say okay maybe something's not wrong with me um, all along and maybe I just view the world differently and that's a really beautiful perspective and there is a gift I can share with others and I do have an immense impact and can make um, an immense impact on others so just something to reflect on. Before we go to our our next topic, um, I do just want to say that these next tips I'm about to tell you they're loaded topics. So I'm going to be kind of, uh, I don't want to glaze over them, but I I know that I could easily do a a podcast episode for each. And so encourage you to take notes, but also if you have um, any specific questions, I'd love to do a podcast on each of these and answer your questions. So you can send them to me at the wellness warrior on Instagram. And I'd love to get in touch, um, and let you know when that podcast episode drops, but My five top tips to thrive as an empath and sensitive in this world. um, Here we go. And honestly, if you're not an empath or sensitive, please use these tips because they could be life-changing for you and they can really help you elevate your uh, health and well-being and also just raise your vibration and who doesn't want that. Okay. So number one, are you ready? take self inventory and frequently assess your energy. I think a lot of times we are on autopilot in this world and in this life. Um, we are busy at work. We're busy with family and our kids or plants or dogs or cats. Um, you get my picture. And It can really be uh, very easy not to check in with yourself. And this, again, is one of the top things that my clients realize, like, oh, my gosh, I've been neglecting myself and what my soul is crying for for so long. So um, right now, if you want to pause after I ask you these questions, it might be a great opportunity to journal or even take inventory while you're driving. Please be safe. But um, these are really good, you know, provoking questions you can ask yourself. So how to assess your energy right now is really pausing. And again, I love just taking a couple deep breaths here. And, you know, if you want to put one hand on your heart, one hand on your belly or both hands on your heart, it's a really beautiful um, experience to be able to tap in with your heart center and ask yourself, how am I feeling? What is going on right now inside my body, inside my heart? What do I need right now? And how can I support myself today? What is one thing I can do to support myself? So I encourage you to pause this. You can journal, you can mull over. Maybe you have some thoughts coming up right now, um, but just know you do have the power of um, your own device. So you can pause and do any of these as journaling or meditations. Another thing that's interesting to ask is, you know, if you're feeling heavy, if you're feeling kind of frazzled or um, or not well, asking yourself, is this my energy or is it someone else's that I'm experiencing? And especially if you're coming out of a per, uh, potentially emotionally taxing situation where maybe you're um, I don't know, you just heard some really awful news on a phone call about someone else and it really doesn't have anything to do with you, but you feel really bad for the person. And then you find yourself feeling really sad and then you're binging on the couch or you're just feeling it. Um, Asking yourself, like, is this someone else's energy or is it truly mine to handle? And it's okay to be empathetic and sympathetic towards other people, but really being mindful of what is your energy and what someone else's is. So you can really filter out what is not needed. Another um, part of this is asking yourself what you need to release what is weighing heavy on your heart and is it time to kindly walk that to the door um, Some of my favorite tools to, re- uh, to release unwanted um, thoughts feelings emotions and maybe situations that don't serve us are breath work, meditation, taking a nature or gratitude walks um, doing some journaling, doing some energy work or getting that done professionally, um, therapy, and fire ceremony. Fire ceremony is one of my favorite things ever, including breath work. So more to come. I am planning to do a little fun event for all of you um, and my community. So I will definitely let you know on uh, a little bit more about the fire ceremony and breath work tools, but, um, just know that there are plenty of ways that you can release, but, um, these are just some of my favorite, favorite tools. Okay. So tip number one, just to recap, taking self inventory and frequently assessing your energy. Okay. Number two, my second top tip for, to thrive as an empath are boundaries boundaries and boundaries so I cannot stress this enough this is something that I know you know about but maybe you're not doing a great job at implementing and this is not an not an attack Um, and I know boundaries can be super uncomfortable They can be the one thing in life that you don't want to do or have that conversation uh, with someone about but it is so crucial to your well-being and mental health and it's super necessary Um, to honor your energy. And it just affects everything that you do and how you feel and in the time that you have. So the easiest way to start with this um, is to make a list of what is serving you and what is draining you. And so if you want to take a piece of paper and literally have it and draw a line down the middle and put on their left side, what is serving me on the right, what is draining me and really just start listing out. This is a really amazing brain dump. Um, If you are feeling at the end of the day, like, oh my gosh, I just feel so frazzled um, or so bogged down by something. This is a great opportunity to look at what is truly serving you and what may be draining you and not feeling guilty about what you write down. This is just for you. And next, I want you to take one thing in, um, in, in in what is draining you take one area maybe you want to categorize these like is it is it people is it um you know a relationship is it a thing around work is it how you spend your time? is it health related like whatever that is pick one thing and create a boundary Now a boundary is a something that maybe you need to communicate to someone else as in I don't know a friend. Um, Maybe they're calling you uh, every single day or texting you and just saying how awful their life is or how unhappy they are in their relationship and it is really draining you. Um, Or maybe they're not being sensitive of your time and energy and they're just calling you and expecting you to drop everything and pick up the phone. Um, That is a good opportunity for you to say, hey, Blank. Um, I really love you and our conversations. I love our friendship, but I do want to be honoring my time and energy. And right now, I do need to focus on what makes me feel good. And so, would you be so kind to let me know when you need to talk, but actually ask if I have the space to do so? I would just really appreciate it. And that's kind of a long-winded boundary uh, conversation, but it can be a lot more simple, as in, hey. Um, before you stop over and just come to my house, can you please call first? Um, it can get as complex or simple as you want, but this is a really crucial area to practice. And once you feel like you have a good boundary in place in one area, you can move to another area. And just know that this all takes practices. It's really easy to create a boundary and say, Oh, I'm never going to, you know, give that person my energy again. But then the next day you're back in that cycle. So just have grace with yourself and know that this may take a little practice. Um, another thing to mention is, you know, sometimes when you communicate boundaries, people are really upset by them and they are taking it personally and they're like, How dare you? And I I do a lot for you, or whatever that may be. And just know that those who are upset by your boundaries, um, may be n- not understanding because they don't have any boundaries themselves. So that is kind of a harsh reality, but sometimes people who have no recollection, uh, no understanding or recollection of boundaries in their own life get really upset by ours. So it's not, it has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with them. And that is just something you have to learn to accept. um, Boundaries can also be in the form of self-promise. Keeping self-promises really helps establish self-trust and self-love and it can really help build confidence as well. So for example, if you are like, I got to get to the gym today and that's something you always put off or you always cancel to do something else. Maybe make it a promise, like when sometimes when you turn it into a promise versus a to do, um there's a little bit more weight to that and saying, nope, I promised myself I'm going to do ten minutes on the peloton or I'm going for a walk outside for for five minutes today, and I promised myself and I'm going to follow through on that. I swear the more that you do this, again, the more self-confidence you will create, the promises will will keep adding up and you'll be like, Oh my gosh, I I said I would do it and I can do this. And it gives you, um, it gives you more accountability for yourself, but also again, increases everything else. So that can also be a boundary with yourself. Like, Hey, I'm going out tonight. I'm only going to have two drinks and stick with that and see how good it feels to follow through on your promise to yourself. Okay, so recapping, our second top tip is boundaries, and again, these are loaded topics, right? So I know this episode is going a little bit long, but these are loaded topics, and they can easily be an entire episode. So more to come, but these are just little little tips for you. Um, the third top tip to thrive as an empath in life is to communicate and ask for help. I think um, empaths and sensitives and people in general can really have a lot going on in their head and um you know, can really feel like they need to take on everything and it can get very overwhelming. And also people cannot read your mind. So communication is super, super important and really communicating to people what you need from them and what help you need. How can you delegate Um, and ask for help? You know, I'm a huge perfectionist. I like to think I can do things myself. I like to take on everything and, um, really, just be my own superwoman and sometimes a lot of the times I get very burnt out and I get very overwhelmed and I have this victim mindset where I don't think anyone wants to help me and then when I share my frustrations you know for example my husband is like you never asked for help and so it's just a good reminder that we absolutely can communicate and we can ask for help and those who really love us and support us will definitely be there for us and if they don't understand us or don't want to help maybe take note of that maybe there's a boundary or maybe you need to take it to the what doesn't serve me list and and kind of assess how you can um you know get rid of that um or you know make that make that situation improve so that is another tip um, is to communicate and don't just assume that people know what you're thinking and feeling because oftentimes empaths keep everything in like a, a bottle under pressure, and we really need to release that okay so again, recapping the first tip is taking self inventory, frequently assessing energy boundaries, and the third is communicating and asking for help. On to number four we 're on the home stretch, I promise. Number four, prioritizing and simplifying your life. What is what is the most important thing that you need to do today? I want you to really look at your to-do list. Maybe it's a mile long like mine is. And I want you to pick three things today that will have the maximum impact and that will make you feel the best and get rid of everything else. I know this can be really hard when you're like, but, but, but Tara, I have to do this. Um, let's just focus on three things. And I swear that if you repeat these three things, you will get them done, they will get off your list and you can kind of let the rest go and it will simplify things and you'll learn to prioritize. Um, I know sometimes we again want to take on a lot and do a lot but it can really drain us so if you just focus on a few things that are crucial to get done such as um, you know going grocery grocery shopping or working out or um, picking up dog food or whatever you need to do um, it'll definitely simplify your day and sometimes on days you have nothing maybe it's um Reading a book, maybe it's reading 50 pages of your book, or maybe it's um going for a walk or um meditating. So whatever that is, just pick a few things that will have the most impact on your health and well-being and do that. The second part to this is simplifying your life. Um, I call these energy leaks, and you may have heard this term before, but look at all of the energy leaks in your in your life. Um, Common ones for me are having a messy home, um, an unorganized closet or clothes everywhere, laundry not done, um, bills that you need to pay, unread emails um, or unlistened to voicemails. Maybe you're procrastinating about something that you were supposed to do a few months ago, but you haven't done it yet. Um maybe it's that bag of clothes that's sitting in your trunk that you haven't donated yet. Maybe it's that tough conversation that you really know you need to have but you're just avoiding it. Maybe it's that junk food that you have in your pantry that you know doesn't align with this new effort that you're doing for your health. Um just pay attention to anything that is weighing heavy on you and that could be an energy leak in your life. You would probably be very surprised to identify more than you think and just be just pay attention to the open browsers in your mind um I I tend to have a lot of browsers open and that's part of why I created a podcast and I have like a a micro blog on my my Instagram account is because that for me is closing down thoughts and it's um getting things out into the world and so I can you know transmute them into something better and make space so get rid of the energy leaks, close down some browsers. The next is clearing out clutter. Um, I don't know if you have watched the home edit or the Marie Kondo show, but, or the book, but creating, um, space in your home or in your life is crucial to allow things to come into your life and make space for new. So, I would make a plan to declutter your home, um, do some organizing. I would look at your surroundings and say what needs to go, what needs to shift. Um, maybe there's something in your home that you're absolutely like angered by every time you walk by it and you're like, oh my gosh, I got to get rid of that. I got to sell that. Like get that out because that is bogging you down more than you know. And sometimes we know what we need to do, but we're just procrastinating. So I swear, once you have a clear environment, um, a, a, an organized home, an organized mind, everything in your life will reflect and shift. And the quickest way to know you're in disalignment is um, usually if you look at your your environment and if it's super messy and unorganized, that's probably what's going on in your head. So it's a really good indicator that maybe there's some work to do. So, um, the last thing to this is invite in only things, experiences, and people that spark joy in your life. So just, if you just prioritize that, I swear a lot would shift and I have been really focusing on this. I have a huge major life change coming up and I'll talk about that in the next episode um, or two, but I am really focusing on, you know, only spending time with people that really, really spark joy in me and that really matter to me and only inviting and purchasing things in my life that will opt like really optimize my happiness and joy. So everything else can wait and it is no space for me here. So that is the fourth tip is to prioritize and simplify your life. Number five is play. So this is a fifth and last tip to thrive as an empath. So the concept of play um, this can also, you know, uh, translate over to the subject of sparking joy. So um, empaths can obviously take on more than others, as we've learned during this, this show, and we can be in our head more than others and can easily burn out. So it's really important to invite joy into your life. So I want to ask you, what do you like doing? What is something that maybe you've you've always wanted to do, but maybe you thought you were too old for, or what did you like doing as a kid? When I think about what I loved doing as a kid, it was oddly enough organizing, it was um, doing some crafts or drawing or coloring, um, it's, it was bowling, it's playing in the pool and collecting crystals or walking on the beach and collecting seashells like just things that maybe right now, as, as adults, we're so in our head or don't have time for, or when we do it, we feel silly and childlike. I want you to do the silly and childlike. I want you to tap into your inner child and ask her what she wants to do. Maybe it's roller skating. Maybe it's, um, I don't know, playing with Play-Doh or, um, making a gecko keychain. I don't know, whatever it is that you like to do when you were a kid. I want you to do that and have a fucking blast doing that. Excuse my language, but you deserve this. And I really want you to invite more joy in your life. And sometimes that might be taking a mental health day and going to a spa with your best friend. Maybe that's going to a really beautiful uh, restaurant that has an amazing view and having a really fancy cocktail and um, just enjoying your afternoon. Whatever that is, I want you to do that and make it a priority this week Um, and block out time for play just like you would a lunch break on your Outlook calendar. We all block out time for friends, family, for meetings, for, um, you know, phone calls. I want you to do this for, for rest and for play. Um, they are equally as important and if you don't prioritize it, it will surely go on the back burner and then you're going to wonder why your life is so lackluster and you're not feeling good, you're not feeling inspired. I want you to play your heart out. And lastly, I consider anything that raises your vibration a form of joy. So whatever that is for you, I want you to really hone in and find that again. For me, home cooking can be kind of a burden sometimes, but when I find a really delicious new recipe um, or something I find on TikTok or Instagram, I get really excited and I could just feel the sparks flowing when I go to the store and get the ingredients and I turn my music on and get a glass of good wine and, you know, I really have a good time doing that. And so that has something that has become a little practice when I need to pick me up is I'll bake some yummy um, paleo cookies or maybe a really delicious dish. So that has been something kind of fun for me. So recapping our five top tips to thrive as an empath. I hope these were helpful. Number one. Taking self-inventory and frequently assessing your energy. Number two, boundaries, boundaries, boundaries. This is probably the most important one ever. Number three, communicating and asking for help. Um, No one can read your mind, so make sure that you are communicating what you need and asking for help and support. Number four, prioritizing and simplifying your life. Um, We are already in our heads so much and we are always... um, you know, taking on everything else, it's important that you are finding time to really, um, really sift out and, and turn down the noise a bit and simplify your life so that you have a supportive environment and that you're feeling, feeling rested in and can feel, sense of peace and number five play and sparking joy i really want you to focus on this one this week this is a really powerful one and a really easy practice that has probably the most um most punch so uh, want you to take those five tips and let me know if any of them resonate with you. And again, if you want to rewind this and pause, take notes or um, do these in steps, I would love to hear how they worked for you. Thank you so much for joining me these past 38 minutes. I know this is a longer episode, but it was a packed one. And next up, I will be talking about our um, or my tip for Basically, honoring your energy and beating overwhelm in one minute. It is so possible. And um, the next episode will be talking all about this amazing but uh, very big life change that I have occurring in my life right now and how to embrace change and how to flow with grace. Uh, when change comes up in your life. So some exciting episodes to come. Tune in and press subscribe and rate this episode five stars or podcast five stars. And I thank you so much for joining me and talk to you soon.